episode four. March 12th, I'm driving to work. Just pulling out of Driggs. Headed over to Grand Teton National Park. Uh, or, oh guy, this will be like my third or fourth day. This will be my fourth day of guiding back uh, in, in a little over a week. Working one day at a time with, with at least a day off in between. Uh, in most cases, two days off in between. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's sort of working for me. I wouldn't want to be work, doing any more than that with a tiny little baby at home. It's somewhat exhausting at home. Uh, Rosie's right in the thick of it. We, uh, it's, it's crazy how different our gender roles are at this time, our sex roles. Uh, Rosie's breastfeeding responsibility is immense right now. People know this. It's not a surprise. Uh, but it's just striking to me that this is this deliv- carrying, delivering, and, and feeding of that baby is by far the biggest uh, difference in the sexes. And we're, we're right in the thick of that now. I, I feel not entirely useless. But uh, not not nearly as taxed as Rosie is. It's we joked. It's the 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 early these early weeks of caring for Charlie feel like Rosie was first in like a twenty hour bar fight, got totally beat up, and then immediately, like immediately upon completion of that beat down, beat up. She, she had to start learning a whole new sport and a whole new skill and immediately like she thought she'd given up her body to carry the baby but the, the vulnerability the, the, the responsibility she has only seems even greater in these early breastfeeding weeks it's it's incredibly intense to watch and, and experience. Uh, it leaves me pondering, like, what how, what can, what can I do to help? And and I have to work, or I'm choosing to work financially. I, I'd like to dive into our, our finances. I think it's somewhat fascinating how we how I've gotten to live like this for twenty some years. A lot of mountain time, and now with the family, it's even it's even more weighty. And, and I'm quite proud of where we at, where we're at, to be quite frank. Uh, and we're in a place where I I could take like full on months or years, for that matter, of paternity leave. It would just come right straight out of our our future time. And my my philosophy, whether this is grounded or not, as it pertains to paternity leave. I'd like to take my paternity leave for the next 20 years. Uh, meaning I don't necessarily want to priority, you know, miss out on any particular moment of, of Charlie's life by by working too much. 
have to work some. I have to work a fair amount, really. Uh, but I don't want to trade one time in her life for another in any major way. You know, we're, we're in a period now where I will work a total of 10 field days out of, out of 60 or something. You know, it's not a huge amount of time gone. Uh, but I'm also not staying home entirely. It feels good to go to work for my body and my brain and for our family finances. What, what I'm able to do now is, is cover our expenses now uh, and not dip into basically our retirement and, and future stability. That's the rationale. And whether that's short-sighted or too far long-sighted, I don't know. It does feel does feel sort of vulnerable to, or, or I don't feel good about rolling out of the house with Rosie and Charlie battling it out these early days, like like they are. But I don't feel good also about taking future time from Charlie. By, by drawing on savings. Uh, and the slightly tipping the balance between those two bad feelings is that work feels good. I like what I do in the mountains. I like my job. Uh, and to do that a few days a week right now feels healthy and feels like I can dive back in with greater energy when I am at home. I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of tropes in there, a lot of cliches perhaps, and a great deal of, of uh, projection and uh, speculation on my part as a, as a brand new participant in family life. Next sort of a, a leap into, into speculation and philosophy and, and speaking out of turn, I can't help but wonder how much... So, so as, as I observe the, the, the sex role differences between Rosie and I, especially these early parenting uh, weeks and months and my sense of, you know, l- low utility. I don't like using the, using the word useless because I'm not useless, but... Relative to Rosie, I am not of much use right now. And this is also one of the biggest things people do in life. And to, to feel of low utility at a, at a huge pivotal moment, and in a moment that has always been special for for thousands of years and, and you know thousands of generations, I can't help but wonder how much of our current and historical uh, gender role, sex role uh, imbalances and abuses of power and, uh, and and problems, quite frankly, are attributable to dudes, men, male uh, sense of, of inadequacy, inferiority, in ill preparedness uh, low low value uh, in, in these early family moments how, how much of that is t- 
tied to to the the power imbalances in our in our societies. I could see, as I'm right in the thick of it now, I could see a man responding very poorly to this sense of uh, powerlessness and and you know uselessness. And I could see many generations of men aggravating that those feelings and uh, aggregating those feelings and exaggerating those feelings and, and manifesting in these these imbalances of of power that we've seen multi- multiple generations and in multiple ways and we're paying the price for in lots of different ways I, uh, I don't feel that I'm handling it poorly currently I don't know that I'm handling it real well but I uh, does it is a, a, a interesting observation and, a, and a, a fascinating topic that I've just never, never pondered, never heard anyone mention, uh, and it, it, yeah, it just makes me wonder.